0: You're listening to Irish Radio Canada Home and Abroad, and this week we're chatting to some people in the gig economy, which has been particularly hard hit under the current circumstances for the last six, seven months. And Clee Donnellan has just released a new album, and we're focusing this week on some music. And the album, which uh, we've shared some of the music, you can catch it between 3 and 4 p.m. any day this week, uh, this month in the new releases section but each day hedge grow and I have Clee here with me Clee thanks a million for taking the time for a chat music and the current scenario and bringing out an album during the current scenario that presents a lot of challenges were you, get, were you in any way first of all apprehensive about releasing at the moment
1: I actually was because it's my debut album and yeah. um, and I suppose, first of all, not having one under my belt before in pre-COVID times and not having that experience. And I suppose the other big one is it's a big investment mm-hmm. um, financially to undertake. And in the climate we're in with what's happening with the arts sector at the moment, it was a concern. Saying that, um, the flip side of it, I suppose, was I had the time that I could invest in doing it, you know. Um, so I kind of focused um, strategically, on a, in six weeks, I got the album recorded. Of course, it, it didn't just, you know, the idea didn't just come just before COVID. It's been kind of, let's say, germinating for the last year or two. Um, and I suppose I was kind of gearing towards it. But I wouldn't have anticipated the year that was in it because, of course, we can't have a launch you know, you can't have the musicians with you. A launch night in Ireland in particular, um, I suppose, is a great platform for, um, you know, sharing your music, selling CDs. So in the loss of that, um, there was a lot of apprehension. You know, I had a previous album produced, I suppose, Songs My Father Sang, and that was supposed to have been launched at the Willie Clancy Summer School this year, mm-hmm. and That impacted, that was relaunched last year, and that impacted, I suppose, sales of that CD. But nevertheless, you know, Austin, as you know, musicians, they always forge ahead and they play their music and do what they do. It's kind of an impulsive reaction. We still want to get
0: our work done and out there and share it, you know? Now, while you mentioned that the CD launch is an important part of the process, the festival scene and the likes of Willie Clancy or where you have the flaws going on around the country. That's also a very important aspect because that brings people together. It allows you to share your music and actually then sell some of the product. That's all gone, so that must also be disappointing.
1: It, it's a crucial, uh, it's a crucial aspect of launching a CD. You know, musicians we we play at varying degrees at festivals throughout the year, depending on where we're from and availability and that. But it gets you around to the different corners of Ireland. You know, and um, traditionally, and very often, having run a festival myself here in Mount Shannon, at least four of the six years, if not five, we launched albums. And as you say, it's a Crucial point of getting the music out there, selling more CDs, putting on a concert, meeting new new people that like your music. I might not even have been aware about it before, you know. And it's a very, I suppose, outside of the money side of it, or launching and selling CDs. It's it's a very important aspect of sharing, I suppose, your own voice and who you are, and getting to festivals, tangibly meeting people in different communities coming from different areas of the country,
0: was a very important aspect of that. That aspect means that other musicians become aware of your recent work, you become aware of their recent work, and it is a network. And within all these networks, I know that the music media, be it the local radio stations particularly, Mm. would be attending these festivals. So that must also represent a challenge.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As you say, local radio, have been hosting on local radio here myself, we've often gone out and recorded music in various different locations. So as you say, there's that spiraling effect from the tangible people on the ground at festivals, the local radio stations coming and um, recording the music, doing interviews, you know, it's, mm-hmm. not, even, it's not even the CD sales, it's that one-on-one experience where you're maybe giving some of the background behind the production, behind the music you're playing. We can do that in booklets, but it's a totally different experience to sharing it with people there at a festival, you know. um, And that's unique, you're meeting, and you get to meet artists afterwards, go up and have a word with them, and the old signing of the CD too is a great traditional No. so there are the things that I suppose come to make the whole experience more
0: more whole. I suppose you know. And the, the importance of local radio to traditional music is it is vital.
1: It is absolutely vital, Austin. And I would say, if anything, the pandemic has really emphasised that greatly. And we've seen it here in East Clare through our own local radio station, Scariff Bay um the, the numbers went up into the thousands upon thousands during the pandemic and I think it has it has made people realise or given them a renewed value on local radio and it keeps you in touch with, with um the music and the connecting with people within the community. It's very, very important. Um you know, we see what's going on globally, but to have that local community connection is is really um vital.
0: You know, the other side of local radio, I think, that's particularly important at the moment is local radio can actually be a switch off from the constant news that's coming in on national radio or international. Yeah. And I know I myself have got to the point where I'm turning off what would be talk radio and just switching on and saying, I want to listen to music. I don't want to hear anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, you're
0: absolutely correct. Any time you
1: get into the car and the radio is on now, we are literally swamped with the, the current news. And it's mm-hmm. the same worldwide because the news is, is primarily about what's going on at the moment. And it's actually affecting people's mental health. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, talk at the moment. You know, tune into the news once a day. Switch mm-hmm. it off, to that, off after that. Listen to, listen to music. You know, get out in the air, listen to music, listen to musicians, listen to recordings. I mean, that's, there's a lot going on about that at the moment. And I think it can't be underestimated, particularly with the changes we're experiencing at the moment. So programs sure. like yourself are fantastic.
0: So the, beneath the hedgerow, you're sent two years in the concept stage, six weeks in the studio, and now, <laughs> now the baby is born. <laughs>
1: A bit of an imbalance, but uh, nevertheless, it's great. It's happened, and the baby is born, as you said. And I suppose I felt I felt lucky. I did feel a bit of I suppose pressure with when when the lockdown lifted, trying to get into the studio in that first couple of weeks. There was a um, little bit of a rush, so it was a bit difficult. And I suppose I was conscious of the guest musicians as well and their availability and where they had to travel from, because we were still in level two or three when I went into the studio and I suppose I did feel that level of pressure when we weren't knowing how long we would have to be able to still commute to the studio and that there was an extra added pressure I suppose to get it done um, as soon as possible you know and um, by comparison I suppose often artists might have the luxury of going in and recording a set now and another set in three months time and you know maybe take a year or two in the recording but um it's great to have it done, so I'm glad, I'm glad I, I kept the focus ahead of me there, you know
0: And it is an album full of wonderful traditional music you have um, Steve Galgru in there, and Cash on The Boys in the Blue Hill, The Legacy The Trips of Moher, and uh, The Miscovered Mountain a Wonderful selection uh, I know it's a terrible question to ask what would your favourite track be on there? <laughs>
1: Sure, all I can say
0: is I love them all. Oh, Do <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know the thing about beauty bots and like I suppose the the funny thing is I have very distinct memories going in recording each different set. Yeah. You know, and I suppose some were more challenging than others and different experience, some a lot, there's a couple the first two there as you say I'm on my own, I suppose there's a Certain level of pride of just playing those ones myself. Right. You know? Yeah. So, so for, for those sets, you know? And and then I know a lot of people love the the legacy, my own composition air, and I suppose there's pride in that because it's my own composition and it's kind of dedicated to my mother's side of the family and that. Um, but I also love, equally love, you know, the last set with the the great, you know, the three or four of us together just belting out a, a set of reels. Yeah. And then we have like an arrangement in there in the middle, of which our Carlin's Cup. So I suppose I can't single, I can't single one out, and it's like every music, it's like good music, you know. Always oh, depends on the mood you're in. You know, you get up in the morning and you go, who oh, did I listen to today? Yeah. It kind of depends on your depends on your mood as you know yourself (laughs) (laughs) but I suppose I I suppose ultimately um, I suppose if I had to pick one I suppose it's just i like I'd say the first set myself you know and I suppose there's a great um, exposure in that Um, and one of those tunes are my own as well so I think I personally like that one because it's it's very different playing absolutely solo with no accompaniment or anything. And it's totally different to do that again than inside in a studio, you know. It's very, very different to a session or anywhere else. So, right. um, but that's not necessarily to do with the, the sets themselves. It's just more to do with the setting, if you know what I mean.
0: Well, we're going to wrap up and we'll share some of that for a second. It's been a real pleasure having a chat with you Thanks a million indeed.
1: Thank you very much, Austin.
0: Take care.